What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fesh Fit Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope your new year is off to a great start. We've had an absolutely crazy week these past this past week um, because we recently bought a 100-year-old duplex to fix up, and it's been quite an adventure. Uh, before we even moved in, we had like an electrical fire in the wall, and um, there's just been a ton of things that we are learning. But you know, we're learning a lot and having fun along the way, and that's what life is all about. Okay, so since this is the first podcast of the new year, and I know a lot of people are setting New Year's resolutions, I thought it'd be fun to talk about how to get into the best shape of your life in 2024. So if you're wanting to make 2024 your year of fitness and health, this episode is for you. So I'm going to go through um, four, oh no, I have five different um, ways that you can make 2024 uh, your year of fitness and health and get in the best shape of your life. So let's start with number one here. Um, it's get specific with what you want to accomplish. Get in shape is a pretty broad term and it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Before I worked exclusively with Irish dancers as a trainer, um, I worked with a variety of different people. And from that, I learned that there isn't one definition for being in shape. So the first step to getting in the best shape of your life in 2024 is figuring out what that means to you. So does that mean being stronger or getting stronger? Does that mean squatting a certain amount of weight? Does that mean improving your calisthenic skills? Does that mean improving your body composition, having more energy, more stamina for dance class, improving your flexibility, jumping higher? It could mean dozens of different things. So you need to figure out exactly what you're wanting to accomplish. After you've figured out what you are working to accomplish, you'll wanna write it down. The reason it's important to write down what you want to achieve is because if you don't, you'll end up going off of feelings versus having an actual target to aim for. And as humans, our feelings are constantly changing and can easily be affected by outside influences. One day, you may feel like you want to improve your core strength, so you do some core exercises. Then the next day, you may see someone do a super high leap and decide you want to improve your strength and power So for jumping. But if you're constantly jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing, you never make any real progress. Um, because making lasting progress involves putting in consistent work and having a consistent like plan of action. That's why number one thing you need to do is get specific with what you want to accomplish in the first place and then write that down. I'd also recommend uh, reviewing it regularly because if you write something down once, like you write down your goals, but you never actually look back at them, it's easy to kind of forget about them and then you know, a year passes or six months pass and you're like, whoa, I never even touched that or I worked on that for two weeks and then forgot about it. So write it down, review it regularly. Okay, number two is have a plan in place. 
I've been a trainer for about 15 years now, and even someone who has made working out literally my job, if I personally don't have a plan in place for myself with what I'm going to do in my workouts and what I'm working for, I have a really hard time staying on track. So I think this is true for a lot of us for a few main reasons. So number one, as humans, we like to see progress. And if we don't have a plan, we usually end up just doing a bunch of random exercises um, every so often. And thus we don't really make any noticeable changes in our strength or our flexibility or our stamina. And strength training and training in general starts to feel kind of pointless. Um, Second thing, is it takes enough energy to get to the gym and to practice regularly, um, even with a plan. So if we have to figure out what to do each day once we get to the gym, it becomes a lot more exhausting. A big part of making progress in anything is learning how to overcome resistance. And what I mean by resistance is that heavy feeling that stands between who we are and who we want to be. The quicker we can learn to overcome this resistance, the further we'll be able to excel at anything. Um, One way to help overcome resistance is to make the actions you wanna make as easy as possible to make. So for example, if you want to get stronger, a way to create less resistance to getting stronger is not wasting your time and energy trying to figure out what you should be doing, but instead have a plan in place and then all you have to do is show up and take action. That's much easier to do than to spend time figuring out what you should do you know, with your workout to start. All right, number two, or number three here um, is if you want to get in the best shape of your life in 2024, adopt the mindset of respecting your body when it comes to fueling your body. Respecting your body is a mindset I use around food, and the reason I like it is because it's all about loving and respecting yourself versus focusing on restricting or trying to be perfect um, with food or attempting to hate yourself into healthier eating habits because that never really works. Or if it does work, it works for a very short period of time and it's not sustainable. At the end of the day, your body is the only thing with you from birth to death. It's literally what carries you around the earth your entire life. So you've got to take care of it. You've got to learn to love and respect it. When I hear people talk about loving and respecting their bodies, I often hear them get it totally backward. They'll use loving themselves as an excuse for filling their body with garbage and then saying it's okay because they love themselves regardless of what they eat. But let's think about what love actually is. Okay, love is a verb, right? And loving ourselves doesn't mean we just look at ourselves and conjure, you know, loving feelings but rather it means that we treat it with respect and we care for it. We think about like love in a relationship, right? Like if you've been in a long-term relationship, you don't, love isn't just looking at someone and being like, wow, I get really great, 
you know, but I get great feelings and butterflies when I, that, I look at that person. But rather, it's making the choice to respect and to care for that person. Um, so this applies to, and I don't mean just romantic relationships, but even friendships, right? If we have long-term friendships. We're making that choice to care for our friends, to treat them with respect, and to honor them. So let's use that same form of love being a verb for ourselves. Um, it's something that we want to care for. It's something that we want to honor. It's something that we want to respect. So when we think about loving and respecting ourselves, it means giving our bodies whole natural foods from the earth that we know will help us grow stronger, have more energy, and be the best vibrant and just overall most awesome humans we can be. Because when we truly love something, we actively work to take good care of it. Um, I also like to think about this like in the form of our pets. Okay, if you have a dog or a cat that you really, really love, like I freaking love my cats. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know that. Um, but if I know a food or if you know a food is terrible for your pet, would you feed your pet that food? Probably not. Okay, maybe on like on occasion, of course, I'm going to give, you know, my cat a bite of my ice cream, don't judge me. Um, if, if, if my cat really wants it, even though I know it's not great for my cat, but am I going to fuel my cat with ice cream on a regular basis? No, just like I'm not going to fuel myself with ice cream on a regular basis because I know it's not great for my body and I know, I know it's not a form of loving and respecting my body. Um, I think about this the same way when it comes to alcohol. I get a lot of dancers I work with over at the age of 21, of course, um, ask about whether drinking or not will impact their overall strength and performance. And I'm not them, right? And I'm not you listening right now. So I'm not going to tell anyone how to run their life or judge them for living their life the way they want to live their life. Um, but the short answer is yes. Alcohol will impact your performance and your overall health because it's not good for your body. Um, my personal philosophy is that we know drinking alcohol is not good for us. There's no doubt about that. So drinking regularly isn't a form of respecting our body. Therefore, if we want to show ourselves love and respect, we shouldn't be drinking regularly. I am not saying I am the perfect person here, okay? <laughs> of course, I enjoy ice cream and I enjoy wine on occasion. But my whole point is that if you adopt the philosophy of treating your body with love and respect, it makes making healthier eating choices a lot easier because we have an underlying philosophy and um principle attached to our behaviors versus just doing whatever we feel like on that day. So that's number three. Um, eat to respect your body. Okay, number four here, we have set a daily water minimum. We all know drinking water is important and it's super simple to do. Um, yet, a lot of people struggle with consistently drinking enough water. And it's funny how often the simplest things are the hardest to do. 
What I found most helpful for dancers when trying to drink more water is to set a daily water minimum and then use a container to measure how much water you're getting. When I say container, um, it can be a variety of things. So it can be an actual water bottle, it can be a tumbler, it can be a mug, it can be a glass, it can be a milk jug, literally any type of container that stores water. Then know how many times you'll have to refill that container to hit your uh, daily water minimum. For example, let's say you're aiming for eight glasses of water, okay, about 64 ounces. Figure out how much your container holds, then figure out how many times you'll have to refill that to reach that 64 ounces. So that's um, setting the daily water minimum. Okay, last um, thing we have here, number five, is to stay off social media in the morning. And this is more of a uh, mental strategy or like more for your mental health than so much physical health. But um, our physical and our mental health are very intertwined and how we feel mentally affects our actions physically and just, you know, affects us physically um, and what we do physically affects us mentally. So that's why I wanted to include this point. When we reach for our phone and hop on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok first thing in the morning, you're wasting or we're wasting our um, time comparing our day to someone else's highlight reel. The morning is the best time to set intentions for your day and identify things you want to accomplish. Like it's a clean start, a clean start, blank slate, a time that you get to work on becoming the person that you want to be and a time that you can choose to be very intentional with your actions, your thoughts, um, and you know, what's your, go your goals for the day. So when you give that up and you start by scrolling and looking at someone else's life, you are choosing to prioritize watching someone else's life over adding more value to your own. And when we like really think about that, that's nuts, right? Like we are choosing to take one of the most important times of our day that we could set you know, the pace of making it an, or set the intention of making it like an awesome day and becoming closer and growing to be the person we want to be. Um, and instead, we're throwing that away by prioritizing watching someone else live their life. So instead, get off your phone okay, and focus on building a life you love. You won't build a better life. You won't build a life that you truly love and are proud of by spending your time watching someone else build their life. I guarantee if you stay off social media in the morning, you'll feel more focused, grounded, and satisfied with your day. Okay, so that's all I have for you guys today. Um, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great, you've had a great start to your year. Um, if you want to, if you enjoyed this podcast and you learned something, if you could please take two seconds and leave me a five-star review and leave whatever you liked or what you learned about the podcast, that helps me a lot with growing the show and being able to create new episodes for you guys. Um, I read every single review and it makes my day when someone says something that they really enjoyed. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you next time.